Believe it or not, cities around the world have changed as a result of the internet. Now, as crypto explodes, we are seeing crypto cities start to form. What exactly does this mean and how could this affect the world we live in? Well, you're about to find out. All right, everybody, I'd like to welcome you to The New Normal, a podcast where every Tuesday we break down complex crypto topics so that anybody can understand. I'm your host, Austin, a.k.a. Mac and Cheesy. I'm wearing a new sweatshirt here today, and we have Jesse, who basically is a co-creator of City DAOs. And if he isn't yet, he's going to be the, the next big one of creating these DAOs. I'm excited to have this conversation. This is a brand new show. Um, well, I, I got to take that out of our script eventually because we're really not. This is episode 20. We are, we're growing up here. We're, we're growing up as, as this show expands, but really anything you can do to kind of help us grow, that's sharing it, liking this video, commenting on the podcast platform that you're listening to, whatever it may be, we truly do appreciate it. Um, and on today's episode, we're discussing a super interesting topic here. We're going to be discussing the ins and outs of what a crypto city looks like. We will cover city DAOs, how real estate can be tokenized, specific projects like Miami Coin and New York City Coin, as well as what we expect the future of crypto cities to look like. This is a topic that I'm not very well versed here, so I'm I'm really going to be picking Jesse's brain on this. And I know this has been a topic that he really wanted to get get into. Yeah, it's it's a pretty cool topic. I've actually been following. Um, we'll get into it a little bit, but yeah, I've been following it for for months, and and it was like uh, City Dow specifically following it for months, and it was like you know, oh, they'll never actually buy land, and like you know, and 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 just a week ago that they planted the City Dow flag on a 40 acre parcel of land in Wyoming. Like it's just they incredible. Did just they, incredible they what the internet can do. They physically planted a flag. They a physical, like flew out there and put and the flag I, and in, like landing this on isn't, the moon. Isn't a flag NFT. This is an uh, in real life flag. An IRL flag <laughs> as if we had just landed on the moon. The Dow has landed on the, on, on the land. <laughs> okay, so we're saying a lot of top concepts here we're saying a lot of words um so you've been following this this city dow um do you want to do you want to step back and just kind of explain to everybody listening what exactly maybe a high level what a dow is what the city dow is and give us an, an overview of of this topic absolutely so yeah we're so we're talking about city dow which started i want to say it was like back in may or july when um, right around when Wyoming announced that they would be supporting uh, legal, um, lawful ways of creating a DAO in their state. And so what is a DAO? Well, we covered <clears throat> what is a DAO in depth back in episode, I think it was 13, but go back and check. Definitely watch that, you know, one of the uh, nice little link up here. Uh, <clears throat> but the TLDR, the short version is, a DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization. And what this is, is really it's the future of, of building companies on the internet. And what makes them so interesting and powerful is it's decentralized. So you have the assets, the money stored in a decentralized way um, so that a group of people own them. <clears throat> autonomous so that 
there is voting and governance amongst the group instead of this like top-down hierarchy. It's a more more grassroots. Everyone has partial ownership, mm -hmm. um, and and then organization. You're a group of people. You're a club. You know, you're a, a subreddit. You know, and and this is really what crypto is doing for the world. Is it's um, it's making assets and resources available to people that it wasn't previously available to, and being a part of a DAO as a way to kind of get access to things like land or NFTs or things like that, that might be beyond your personal mm -hmm. means. I think that, yeah, that's a, a great description. And if it does, if that yeah. sounds complex and if that sounds confusing, you're not alone. And that's why um, we had an in-depth episode on what DAOs are to truly understand that. Um, but this we're, we're, we're discussing about the city DAO specifically. So that's an overview of what a DAO is. Think of it, yeah, just it's a decentralized organization and anybody in the world can have ownership. Um, what is city DAO? So city DAO, when I when I hear this, I'm just thinking of an, um, just from a, a non-technical standpoint, it's basically just a company. Uh, so what what is this city DAO company or organization? Yeah, so City Dow was founded by Scott Fitzsimon. I think Fitzsimons. I, I, that, yeah, that's not how you pronounce his name. Roll with and, it. And it all started with a, a tweet. He's, he just tweeted out saying, uh, starting a Dow uh, to buy and tokenize land in Wyoming. Who wants in? <laughs> and like the internet does its magic, a couple thousand people liked the tweet. It got spread around. It hit my timeline. I noticed it. And, and all of a sudden there was a discord popping up and people just started organizing themselves, starting to figure out, Hey, how can we, what can we do? What do we need? We need a website. Mm -hmm. We need to figure out someone start researching, researching land and it just starts coming together. And so, um, yeah. Wait, so, so you were, wait, so there was a tweet like, like this is the, really is the beauty of the internet. And so you, did you like the tweet? Did you reply to the tweet? I know. I just immediately, uh, I think a discord link popped up like soon after. And I was, I was immediately in there. <laughs> so, so when I was opened with like, you know, he is part of the organization, like it's, this is truly the beauty. And like, there's truth to it that like, you're in the chat rooms, you're in this conversation, you're seeing them talk about these different things. And like, you didn't start on the boardroom. You didn't get. You didn't send your your resume to the, somebody. You were scrolling Twitter like the rest of these degenerates, and you decided to join the Discord and verify your information. Yeah, and I mean it was so cool. Like the idea that Wyoming created this these laws that would uh, allow us to create a legal DAO entity as a, like an LLC. Um, and what that really means is that we can in the actual like law, the actual DAO laws that Wyoming created, it says that the article, like basically the, that the, um, that the organization can be governed by smart contracts. Like that's literally written, written into, I went and I literally went and read the, the Wyoming state law today. <laughs> due, the due diligence. I, I read the Wyoming state law today. <laughs> and it, you know, it was actually kind of cool. I could actually understand it. It wasn't like crazy to read. And, and you, you, they literally ask you to provide the Ethereum address when you establish your DAO in Wyoming and this address needs to go to the smart contracts that actually govern your 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 DAO. 
I hope and everybody listening is taking amazing. notes for the for for incubator DAO. <laughs> yeah, and there, actually, there was a form online. I started filling it out just to like see what it was like, and uh, it wasn't that hard, you know. And it was really freaking cool. <laughs> so, so we're going down a little rabbit hole, and I think we can attack this rabbit hole for probably ten hours. Um, so, but you're scrolling Twitter, you see this Discord message. They say, "Hey." Um, I want to start a, a DAO uh, where we're owning land. You join the Discord, and now people are figuring out solutions, and they're trying to figure out how to actually put this in place. Um, what happens from there? Yeah, so I, like, let's step back a second and look at back to the founder, Scott Fitzsimmons. So a little bit more about him, actually, and like why this, like why should we trust, like why buy into him and his vision and 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 him wanting to start this. Well, he actually started a company called Air Garage, uh, VC funded, I think like $20 million, you know, he, he you know, legit, where uh, it started out as like a, a company where you could um, like Airbnb, but instead of uh, renting out your house, you rent out your parking era, your driveway, okay, as parking space. <laughs> and this would be a way to monetize your driveway or like any, you know, area of land you have for parking. Mm hmm. And over time, they, they grew the company to, they kind of pivoted a little bit and started working with um, like things like churches or anyone who basically had a bunch of land and space for parking. They could then use these like full stack tools that Air Garage would provide to you so you could start setting up and operating your own parking lot. And Scott, through this like whole experience of working with parking lots all over the country and, and like talking to people and a, like he's a parking lot guru, a true yeah. expert of parking lots. Yeah. Well, it, it turns out parking lots are on land and land is complicated. And so he started getting this intimate knowledge and, 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 and um, experience working with people and real estate, right? And and having a lot of partnerships with people who own these lands and have um, starts to understand how cities work, right? And how the zoning happens. That, that, and That is so, so interesting, right? Because he was in this private sector, but parking by nature has, has a public entity, a public, like there, it is private, but it's also public. So he got kind of the bolster, best of both worlds from like an understanding standpoint like when i was just thinking garage i was like or parking lots i was just thinking oh whatever just another business but it, it makes sense why that setup aligned the stars for for him exactly and and he, you know he he taught he realized just like how crazy inefficient and complex it is to to purchase land in these in these different areas and especially cities and stuff and yeah you have to like research zoning and uh, work with brokers and raise capital to actually purchase it. You know, this is stuff you've gone through too. You know, just like buying real estate. Period. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, and then on top of that, the arc, the the old, you know, old decrepit legal processes to actually get that um, deed moved over to your name and stuff. Uh, you know, so it's just really complicated. And so his idea was like, well, let's just start City Dow, and so that anyone can press a button and own land. Like, and that's so that's the goal of City Dow. Pr press a button, own land. That's simple. <laughs> a it's button, like, <laughs> it's, check it out at your Amazon cart. I want one acre in Wyoming. <laughs> like add to cart. Like, uh, yep, let me give you my my Ethereum address. So now I own land in Wyoming. Exactly. And and it, it really is that simple. And this is what the goal and mission of crypto in general is to to 
the people you hear this term democratize assets it really just means make assets and like land and and these things that were always like only accessible to people who had the time the lawyers the the knowledge mm -hmm. the all that to really go in and be able to buy it but make it accessible for anybody so they click a button and you can own it so it's just that accessibility and we're so like we're so taught to think that it can't be that easy and i'm just thinking like why can't it be that easy like 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 why if i own something or okay so the, so the goal is the goal is to get to democratize this land ownership this purchasing and you can see how this can expand and truly be amazing really like so so then okay what what happened next like keep it going keep the train rolling i want to know more i'm interested <laughs> yeah so as i started at the at the open here they they just um about i don't know 10 days ago finally made like so they they sold some initial nfts to raise initial capital um there's kind of like a tiering to it there's the first founder the whatever uh, you know i can't remember the names but three tiers to it and they raised a bunch of eth and they went out and bought 40 acre piece of land in Wyoming where they planted that flag down. Anyone who, uh, you know, you can, I think anyone who owns an NFT now can go visit it if they want. Um, it's pretty cool. And yeah, so where are they at now? So they, they actually, these NFTs are minting right now. Um, about 5,000 of them have sold uh, and there's 10,000 total uh, and they're about 0.25 ETH each. Um, but it's complicated. It's not as straightforward as it sounds yet. So mm -hmm. when you buy this NFT, you're not, you don't like own. So they're, they got 40 acres of land. Uh, you do the math, divide that by 10,000, you get to like 176 square feet of land. You know, that's like nothing, right? That's not like, <laughs> so you have to, um, the NFT you're buying is not like a fraction direct fraction of that land what you're buying is in an nft to be a partial owner of this dao right to be a, a participant in the dao and the dao owns the land okay. okay the dao may make decisions to sell that land or lease that land or do business activities on that land to other people and so you could then separately if you say, oh, I would like to buy like own part of that, like the specific plot on that land, you could do that. And this NFT is going to give you first right access to doing that. But owning the NFT actually does not directly give you um, land yet. I, I think that makes sense from a from a real estate perspective, right? If you're investing on a property, let's say you buy an investment property with a number of partners you can't just go and live there or you can't like it's it's designed for an investment you are an owner in the investment property but now if you wanted to go ahead and rent it sure you have first rights but you still have to then it's like a separate transaction and then for this like if you you're investing in a company that now gets to decide what they want to do with the land and if they decide they want to build a a hundred story do whatever a hundred story skyscraper now you you could theoretically then buy a unit in it and then you're like basically paying yourself and i i think that makes sense from uh from the real estate standpoint just how that's broken down and 
so you, they're they're minting this, and I have to ask: Did you did you mint uh, an NFT? I have not minted yet. Um, I'm still like getting more comfortable and like understanding the project. Um, mm -hmm. so I don't want to rush in and, and 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 buy it right away. Um, but I mean, I'm pretty tempted. It's pretty it's pretty sick. It, it is interesting because it's it's history the yeah. same way this the same way like uh, a lot of these nfts not not often is there truly a first and but i i am interested now do you know i don't know it's this is literally happening in real time but what is their their plan do they have a plan for like what they want the dow to do yeah so they they the next step now they have that they have land um is to do stuff with it right um and so i think they want to part of what this is, is, is a big experiment. You know, they're not, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, we want to make money sort of, but like, like it's also like predominantly to experiment with like blockchain plus physical world. And like, this is just is all brand new ter territory. Right. And so the next thing I want to do is like, okay, how do we divvy up the land and how do we experiment with making it fair and how the land gets like parceled out? Because like, you know, if we just sell it, you know, it's, it's maybe that's, that's unfair, right? Like the, the people who have the money suddenly own all the land mm -hmm. and we have this opportunity to start kind of fresh air and say like, well, we could do some different things. Like they're, they're experimenting with this one idea called the Harbor Harburger tax, which okay. complicated word, right? I looked it up. Basically <laughs> you, it, you get, um, own the land, right? you set the value you believe the land to be yourself and then you have to pay a you know a one or two percent tax on the value you place on it so you get to choose basically what taxes you're going to pay on your own property but anyone can come in and then buy it from you at that price and so if you price it too low to like skimp by on the taxes you can get come in and scoop it up um i don't know how in practice this would actually play out like in terms of the NFT for the land that you own, like they're not at that point. They don't have like that all figured out. They're more in this like conceptual phase of like thinking about how can we govern and parcel out the land. And then they're going to have to build tech and websites and, you know, things like that to make it easy for anyone to do these things. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's funny, right? They're learning and they're exploring and it might not be about making money in this scenario, it's more about, because nobody's literally ever done this before, but if you're thinking, okay, why are these people interested in doing this? Well, for starters, they're then gonna be the experts in it. And this is a, a field that, if imagine you're part of the team that did the first thing that ever did it. You're, you're a pretty lucrative resume and you probably now have exposure to this, this ecosystem. So a lot of people, there's reasons why they wanna build this. Well, and uh, there's this new phrase that I love um, from um, the CEO of Gumroad, and he says, start, then learn. Okay. And so how, what better way to figure out how to put crypt, uh, physical cities onto the blockchain than just literally doing it? <laughs> I love that. Start, then learn. That, that might be a new incubator motto. It's such a good one. Just, just do it. And then just you'll figure it, it out. Because <laughs> yeah, most of the time, people are just smarter than really than they think and then they can figure it out and so this is city dow what other projects are there i know there's a couple of coins there's a couple of uh, things that we're we're actually we're filming this on 
November 9th that there's one coming out literally tomorrow maybe I might I might be spoiling that <laughs> yeah so city Dow isn't the only project out there experimenting with um, putting uh, city like connecting cities to blockchains right mm-hmm. and 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 actually it's something we've seen if you go back into like thinking about the during the pandemic here we've seen a lot of really interesting experiments happening in cities right and at this like more localized level because for better or worse uh that guy who used to be our president said i'm not doing anything local governments you handle what, how you want to do mask mandates and and all these different decisions and so local governments have actually really kind of come back or, you know they're really kind of trendy now right we've got the mayor of miami he's He's all over Twitter. He's mm-hmm. you know doing big things for that city. He's trying to make it the, the crypto like um, Silicon Valley. Like come here. Like this is where crypto is happening. And so um, yeah. So a project that is really interesting um, is called City Coins. And so this project is trying to. Um, I'm not even sure exactly what they're trying to do, but it's very interesting. They're basically trying to create a coin for each city. And and let me just explain how it works and then we'll we'll get into like what they what the then actual, we'll speculate. The vision we'll speculate. of what this thing could be. Yeah. So so the way City Coins works is it's powered by stacks. And so I actually I heard of stacks, but I didn't it wasn't familiar to me at first. Stacks is a blockchain that's actually created on the Bitcoin network. And this is um, one of the, there's another project. There's one of, this is one of two projects trying to create DeFi and smart contracts on the Bitcoin network. Effectively doing like a side chain kind of thing, much like Polygon, like a layer two, using layer two sort of side chain type thing, um, similar to Polygon. And so, yeah, so Stacks enables smart contracts on the Bitcoin network. And City Coins is built on top of that. Um, Austin's like perking up, like, Ooh, yeah. Well, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, wait, we, we finally get to talk about Bitcoin smart contracts. Yeah. I know I, Sam's probably listening. He, he's like, finally, <laughs> we get to talk about Bitcoin. So, so they have this stacks, and so this is just their way to implement. It's it's a it's a technical solution to a yeah. Could have done this on Ethereum, but decided to do it on Stacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the way um, it works is that when a city coin is launched, I think I'm not sure exactly. There's like a you can go to their website and say, I want the city coin launch for my city. Um, the the core team is kind of making a roadmap and deciding how they want to launch and which cities they want to focus on and marketing and all that. Um, but anyways, when the city coin is launched, which we have a the NYC city coin is actually launching tomorrow, November the 10th, um, 2021, 2021, <laughs> what happens is, uh, 30% of the capital raised. So they're going to basically effectively it's the coin is being sold. So the NYC coin will be sold tomorrow morning. Uh, they're calling it mining. Um, but effectively it's being sold and in ex- to buy this coin, you pay in Stacks, which is the native token on the Stacks network, which is backed by Bitcoin and, and all that. And so 30% of that money that is raised for NYC coin tomorrow is literally going into a wallet that the state of New- or the city of New York City will own. Okay, so they're just literally giving money to the city. That's and amazing. So- 
Yeah, so this is their way of bootstrapping an, uh, an interesting kind of project like this without like kind of needing to actually get them all involved and like, you know, partner with them necessarily. Like they could just build this without necessarily the, the it's kind of a permissionless way of saying, like just launching a project. So why, so this 30% gives back um, and I'm guessing like all politics, that's probably a way to allow you to do something with the 70%. <laughs> oh yeah, so then the 70% actually goes to um, people who stack city coins. Um, I think in the term stack, they're really calling it, it's really staking underneath uh, effectively. So if you're an owner of city coins and you stake some city coins, you can then earn, <laughs> it's so complicated, but the 70% the goes to people who are already in the city coin ecosystem and have city coins based effectively. Okay, so the money's raised. So if you raise money in New York City, and you already have exposure to Citicoin in Miami, you yeah. get that exposure. So 70% allocated to the entire community. So as they pop up from city to city, their, pay, their bankroll to compensate users for staking and securing the network increases. So that's incentivizing exactly. stackholders because you believe that the city ecosystem will now help or will grow. Um, now, so this, for the one in New York City, or, or really any of them, and you have these coins and they have this, what is city specific? I know you give the money to that city, but I'm imagining like, yeah, what's is the difference where, between? To me, this is where the city coins kind of are like a little bit of a head scratch for me. It feels more like just like an initial coin offering of 2017, like an ICO. Mm -hmm. And let's just raise capital without actually having something real behind it yet, you know, whereas like City Dow is obviously they went out and bought 40 acres of land. Right. And mm -hmm. like pretty much like already you you're buying into something that has real tangible value behind it. City mm -hmm. coins is a lot more like let's hype something up and then see if we can get traction um, before actually having anything real. And so they did this with Miami. So Miami coin launched, I think it started out like two cents or something, um, went all the way up to six cents a coin. They had a hackathon. So this is how they're trying to actually get it embedded in more into the into the city. But they had a hackathon. And so someone built like a, and, and partnered with some co-working spaces in Miami. So if you own Miami coin, you can then access these co-working spaces in, in, in Miami. And so incentivizing owning the Miami coin gets you access to things and amenities in the city. Well, well, if I, if I've learned anything this episode, because like, like every listener, I'm also learning. Um, what did you say? Start then learn. And <laughs> that's kind of the, the motto that it seems like they're trying to figure out. It's saying, okay, we have this, this nature where we're, we're giving back to the city. We're providing value there. And now if our community grows and we become strong enough, we're going to find ways that this can continue to grow. So, and yeah. that's a lot of projects. Yeah, they're hoping for network effects to kind of just take place more naturally because they have like, like the mayor of Miami has like endorsed it and, mm -hmm. and like, you know, it's interesting. And so they want, they're kind of hoping to kind of 
put the coin out first and then have people start using it. Whereas the reverse, which CityDAO did is, let's go buy land with some initial capital and then let's go out and sell NFTs to get, to raise the rest of that capital. Um, and, you know, we have something real that you're buying into here. It's two different ideas. And it's funny that um, the, the New York City, right? They're, they're potentially becoming a crypto hub, Miami, um i'm curious when they're going to come to austin texas maybe i'll be part of that movement i don't i don't know if they need a voice if they need somebody wearing a beanie <laughs> it might it might be so any other any other projects around these in this space yeah in terms of cities um the, there is the, there is something really cool I've I, I've caught called creator cabins, and this isn't necessarily a city, but like the idea of like creating a DAO around a, a place where writers come to like hang out and creativity flows, and there's like places you can stay for the night, and and creating like a physical in real world DAO basically where people can visit and 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 meet like minded people, um, almost there. like almost like an incubator. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. We could have a, an, an IRL incubator uh, <laughs> and where people come together and talk about their goal. Like maybe you go for a week to like really hammer out your accountability things you really need to like focus on. Well, so that's um, that's something that actually has been interesting or it really has interest me. Just like that in real life incubator like retreat and the idea of this creator cabins is kind of trying to recreate that. And they we're all we're getting ideas for for the incubator DAO and like all the different things that we can do. And it's exciting. Where do you think so? Okay, so those are the projects, Miami Coin, New York City Coin, City DAO, uh, Creator Cabins. What do you think the future holds for this? Yeah, I'm excited to see how um these these ideas and these blockchain related things continue to innovate and try out and experiment with new things. Um, you know, I, I actually listened to a podcast maybe a few years ago, and it was with this the guy who he re helped rebuild a lot of New York City after 9-11, um, including like the, like he got the High Line, which is like a really cool park that's on a former um, in the air railroad, like a railroad. <laughs> Pretty sick. I don't, like, I don't have the word for that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> they turned old like railroad in in the front in New York City that's like up on still you know up in the air, and now you can walk up steps and walk along it, and it's tons of greenery, and it's like a literally a park, and so it's like like they totally revitalized the city. And this guy um, moved on from that and started a company called Sidewalk Labs, and and has been trying to build this like futuristic city portion in Toronto. And it's kind of been this failed project a little bit where they were like asking people to like be the the, the subjects of it and right and like live in these like mm -hmm. I don't know they wanted to like collect their data and like really like like go in on it and and know there would be no cars and anyways the, my whole point of this anecdote is that like it failed I think because these people just felt like they were under surveillance right or like it felt very like top down lacking transparency lacking this like we get to be a part of the decision-making here and the vision. And so it makes so much sense that a DAO or like a, this like more crypto oriented way of doing things where we can 
um, you can be like, if you're an early user of it, you're actually participating and, and, and helping govern the direction of it because who wants to live in a city that's like this top down, like, like that's not how cities work, right? Like it's bad at like cool city blocks happen because they just flourish naturally, right? Like, uh, there's, there's a really great sidewalk and like the, someone ma makes music on the corner and then a really good restaurant pops up and like these things just kind of come together more organically. And they're kind of part of like people just noticing that that's a cool place to go and be. Mm -hmm. And so I, I look forward to like these, these organizations continuing to kind of experiment with how cities are governed, how they're operated, how real estate, um, the real estate is democratized and, and fairly doled out. Um, and yeah, it should be really, really interesting. I think it's the, the, that Toronto city. Yeah. You, you, I could imagine when you're living in it, you just feel like you're a, you're a test subject and you, you don't feel like you're part of something new. Like you're part of this, this revolution or this, this new potential better life. In fact, you feel like you're a character in the black mirror an episode of black mirror and i can see why that hasn't succeeded and one thing that i think is super interesting is this democratization of real estate and ways that you can have ownership in something that you normally wouldn't be able to have ownership in um and one of my close friends he actually just introduced me to somebody who wants to try and figure out how to raise capital for their next um real estate investment through like NFTs or th through some sort of blockchain technology. And it's interesting because, sure, you could own, have ownership of something like a REIT, which is, um, for those of you who don't know, it gives you exposure to a, a large real estate company. And there's some benefits there where you get, you know, dividends, this and that, but it's not very lower level. And because of that, you don't have this upside. And in the past, we've seen people do like this crowdfunded real estate where it's it's some website that handles it and there really isn't, you don't really even know what's going on. You're sending sketchy money to to Cuba, to, to wherever, Costa Rica, and you don't even know what's going on. But the idea of transparency and true like ownership in something is exciting. And I'm excited to see where this goes. And I'm excited to see how cities can incorporate crypto because one thing i think is for certain is that crypto is inevitable so that means cities can either embrace it or cities can try and limit it and if they try and limit it unfortunately if, same way if you were a tech company or a company and you tried to limit internet you're probably not around anymore or you're, you're probably not thriving ngmi <laughs> <laughs> you're ngmi but if you do embrace crypto that's where money's flowing. That's where the smartest people are going. You are going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, today we talk about uh, everything, crypto cities, um, city token, Miami token, and NYC token, a number of different things. And it's it's a super interesting implementation of things that we're seeing around the crypto space. And in terms of what the future holds, we're in the beginning of it and we're literally New York city token is dropping tomorrow. Wyoming, they dropped the, the flag there. And this is going to be an interesting episode to listen to a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, as we're speculating about what the future may hold. So I'm excited to rewatch this, re-listen to it. So if you are this, if this is your first time listening, 
welcome to the new normal. We discuss complex crypto topics and we break them down simple so that really anybody can understand. Uh, like this video, share it with a friend. We're getting a ton of traction. We're getting a lot of recommendations, which means that we're doing something right. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a fluke. I, we're, we're still figuring it out, but thank you for joining us today. Um, if you're not in the Incubator Discord, I highly suggest you join that. Click the links in this bio. That's where Jesse and I and the whole Incubator community, we chop it up in the community there. We talk about everything crypto, 24-7, real estate, NFTs, you name it. So join there. Say what's up. Say what's good. And if you're not in there, we'll see you next Tuesday. But until then, make sure to keep it moving. Peace. Walking around in the circle of life Doing the things I